Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Alright, uh, just to get this off the bat, when did you turn 30? Was it last, It was a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, two, three weeks. Three weeks, two and yeah. A half, and I'm usually, like, fashionably late to these things. Um, to my birthdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, like, just yeah. It's from me and Vix. Put me back. Opening present. Oh, it's a teddy bear. On Could be. It's a teddy bear. Stellar wrapping job. It's a sponge. It's a banana. <laughs> All right, for love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Foam bananas. <laughs> awesome. Lot bananas. Yeah. <laughs> like I wanted bananas. to get something stupid but kind of useful. And there's nothing more useful than a foam banana. No, exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's all right. Um, coincidentally, right. I've decided to revoke... I've already got some. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to revoke your 30th present. I didn't know... Yeah, I was, was going to pay for a Mexican wrestling thing, but it's all oh. down south and it's going to be a big organisational thing. Yeah, yeah. So That's I'm fine. just not going to give it to you. That's fine. Um, but I had... Cause, cause because I had another idea. Right. Um, but I don't know whether you've already got it. I'm assuming you might. You're a big fan of Jordan Peterson recently, it seems. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You say that with disdain? No, no, no. Apprehension? Um, I, I have invested some money into some of his stuff recently, so... Cool. Well, he's going to come around. <laughs> <laughs> Sing happy birthday. <laughs> Um, no, was, yeah, there was like a self-authoring thing. Um, yeah. Have you got it? Yeah. I thought you might have done that, and I was considering doing it myself, and they got like a two-for-one. Yeah, I went in the so halves you with, with another mate, because he was like talking oh, to me. Oh, another friend. Yeah. Because we right. like, <laughs> I, I have this shadowy... Has he got a podcast? No. No, no. He's got a Scottish accent. But, um, he's Sam got, Jackson? No, it's Scottish accent, oh, okay. but he hasn't got a podcast. <laughs> um, no, like... Because is, is, yeah, you'll play Carol. Because my views tend to attract so much bile from people for right. some reason, and couscous recipes, and couscous <laughs> recipes. <laughs> just just to explain, because uh, we've released some older episodes, but I've said stuff in it that have been like meaningful at the time, and if you look back on it, it doesn't make any sense. So I thought we'd just clarify. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Steve's been posting re- the last week or so. Yeah, a I'm bit having my, more my yearly charged. philosophical hour, which normally lasts about yeah. three weeks. Yeah, like you've been posting something that's been like, because I disagree like, with oh, this. Oh, now or... I remember why I stopped doing this. <laughs> this <is what's> going <laughs> and it's always, a, a, it's a type of post that has lots of like five paragraph answers. Yeah. And I do like these kind of conversations. So I, was, I, I had a little bit I of I love them with the right people. Yeah. So like I just, I gave my answer. I, can't, I think it was, we were talking about Jordan Peterson and yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know how many people actually listen to the podcast from that post, but um People were talking about Jordan Peterson and how, and then it turned into whether he's far left, far right, and then Which Nazis are far left, far right. Yeah, and it was it's like neither I, here nor there. Yeah, so I felt it was my, my statement was like um, the thing I like about Jordan Peterson is it's incredibly clear and seemingly unbiased, and doesn't blame the people they attack the the ideologies and the thought processes behind yeah. it, and it, the whole thing about discrediting. I'm trying to put him into a box, but my big thing was. People tend to attack the person, you know, dis- try and discredit them and have arguments that have nothing to do with it. And I yeah. said, Jordan Peterson's really good for that. Yeah. It did get a few replies from people whose response was, 
yeah, but let's attack Jordan Peterson. Yeah, but yeah. he's Canadian, that, you know, or he's yeah. a professor. And well, what I, I heard know about from this, this guy at this university, yeah. Yeah. The, the, and it's like, did yeah. you not read what I wrote? Yeah. <laughs> what I read was people are doing what you're doing. Yeah, and that's what I. And that doesn't like make any point. sense to me. Yeah, but I but I try to litter it because I don't like being too serious. Yeah. I I just started putting I, I started talking about couscous in one of them and yeah. then like made loads of references about couscous in the in the post about Jordan Peterson seems pretty cool and now whenever Steve posts something anything political I just like to give him a new recipe for couscous <laughs> which I I I find way funnier than I think it actually is no it's great it's just it's, it's great because <laughs> you like you created um you created an in joke between people who are all disagreeing with each other, but only those people understand it. So you created a way for us all to come together in spite of our differences <laughs> <laughs> that nobody else gets. I can't, remember what, I can't even remember what it began. Something, something began. And then I remember I just wanted to start a... a uh, yeah, one of my paragraphs started with other... other um, other ways to do this, um, and indeed the classic Maghrebi dish, which is best served with raisins, <laughs> is to get. It was just. I just. I enjoyed writing. So, yeah. So more and more with that, I've lost everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So have you done any of this self-authoring stuff? Because from what it seems like, it seems to be a dissertation. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big thing, and um, I I did I had a false start with it last week because a false start yeah because well basically the three parts before of it. you a, were meant to the, no there's 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 um there's three parts there's like there's a past a present and a future like Christmas yes and ghosts and and Marley and Marley yeah yeah um, Marley what's Bob Marley got to do with me no Marley <laughs> the ghosts the first ghosts they're called Marley but, right I I they're talking, talking about the Muppet old people yeah okay um well what's well wait 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 that. I can't remember what those bi- Statler and Waldorf. That's what, that's what they're actually called. But in the movie, there were there were uh, the it, it was Marley, except oh. they split it over the two characters. Oh, Marley and me makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead old guys, dead dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like a Christmas a Christmas quiz that was uh, taking place somewhere. Uh, where was it? We, it was it was at a fucking church. Like they did some quiz and we went along. It was the pig church where we get married. So it was like oh, support the community. We'll go down and do that shit. Um, and <laughs> were you pissed at how much money they 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 wanted for the stuff? Um, yeah, I was. But it's uh, but let's do their quiz. Yeah, there's, there's also a thing of like, well, all that money doesn't go to them necessarily. It goes to the state and then gets to divvied God. out again. So like, it's not really them that are asking us for money. Them individually, it's. It's it's God, yeah. It's God. <laughs> so God's a bell end, but I like the church. Um, it, it's pink. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, the what the, the the question was: What's the who's what's the first ghost encountered in uh, the Christmas Carol? Right. I was like, well, it's past, right? Ghost of Christmas past. It's like no, because like there's, there's past, present, and future, but there's there's not. There's four ghosts, and the first one is fucking Marley, who's got nothing to do with. Like the actual right. three, but I th- it's one of those questions. What was death a ghost designed to trick you? I don't know. I think now you're you, you're venturing down a hang on a, a, a church. Mm. Is our, oh no, they believe in ghosts. Don't yes, they, they believe in spirits. The, yeah, well, there's the Holy Ghost. Yeah, so there must be the Holy I, Ghost. I, for some reason, I was uh, like the Holy Diver. Believe Dio. in ghosts. Yeah, Dio, the Holy Diver. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
What guy? He's <laughs> a holy guy. <laughs> I didn't know his name was Dio. I thought that was just a song. No, Dio is a Dio is a, is a rock star. He died. Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Like last year or the year before or something, and his song was Holy Diver. And Holy he, Diver! Yeah, yeah. See, that's, what, that's the Dio that I knew. I yeah. didn't know he was also the Holy Ghost. No, no, he's not. He's the Holy right. Diver. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the Holy Ghost, you know, about a thousand kilometres below sea level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or in the sky. Yeah. He, he's the, he, he is the above and the below of the, of the regular Holy Ghost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, where, where the fuck were we? Do you? You're in the church. You did a quiz. Yeah, the first ghost then there was that question. Yeah, the first ghost, ghost was the Holy Ghost. Marley and Marley. Yeah, yeah I can't. We I deviated from a point that was meant to be a side point to a main point, and I can't remember what um, the main point was. Uh, or self-authoring thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, past, present, and future. That that's right, where it yeah. came from. Yeah. Um, so you, I bought the the whole suite with my uh, mate because it worked out at like ten quid each. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, there's there's a past, present, and future part, but they can all be done separately. And I was taking it as a chronology, so I start in the past part, and I was just like, eh, I'm not really at a point where I'm. I don't want to dwell on the past. Well, I'm not. It's, it wasn't what I was yeah. looking to do straight away, but all I was trying to do was reach the future. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, well, I need to go through the past and then the future. And you go backwards first. Yeah. And then I need to stand still for a bit and then I can start walking towards <laughs> yeah. the future. Yeah. So I did like I did like an hour and a half, two hours writing on this past part of it. And it was good, but it wasn't it was, I was just like uh, I, I, I just want to do this bit. Mm. And I talked to my mate. He was just like, "Yeah, I just went straight to the future bit. Like it's a separate thing. Just go mm. and do it." So that's what I meant by I had a full start with it. Like right. I started it, but it, I I'm going to start the future one today. But is it literally just here's the the essay question is your future and it's just a blank thing that you just write in or does it it's, ask you questions prompt yeah things? it's a weird um thing but essentially the whole process works um and it's it's, it's an exercise in writing it's, it's and they mm. they spent a lot of time working on um like uh, the the benefits of writing about how it allows you to crystallize thing and then they went into like clinical trials on it as to as to whether it does genuinely help or whether we just assume that it does and they mm. do, they managed to prove some pretty good things about it that essentially writing is self therapy so they mm. wrote this program about it as to how to guide you through this self therapy to achieve kind of what you want to do and the future one um I haven't gone through it yet but essentially you map out you you talk about where you are you talk about where you want to be in five years' time in the mm. best case scenario, and where you want to be, where you would be in five years' time in the worst case scenario. Mm. Okay. And by pointing that out to yourself and writing about it in great detail, so that to the point where you've thought about it, you've like, a it lot, you've envisioned it enough, um, that you will motivate yourself by trying to avoid that mm. and aim for that. So it it gets you over this um, this, this stumbling block of. Um, of of just it gives, it gives a more crystallized vision as to why you shouldn't procrastinate. Yeah, now, exactly, basically. exactly, and it um it it puts it puts into light this idea of like, well, I don't want to work now because working is essentially punishing myself. I just want to relax, and it's like, well, no, you, it's it's all a good thing. You're just looking at it in a bad light, and you just need yeah. to get on with it. One of the I think ways that Peterson summed it up on a podcast from a few years ago was like, I think he was talking about it with Rogan. I think on yeah, on his second appearance, I think, mm. um, he said, um, just write down five bad habits that you don't like. Yeah. And then, yeah, envision 
what your life will be like if you continue those bad habits for two years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all the extreme, like say smoking, all this terrible yeah. thing, this will be this bad. And then, yeah, making that mental jump. And then what if you gave it up? What would your life be like in two years then? And you see like the difference, the complete yeah. difference. And then yeah. focusing on how much you change, yeah. how much changes potentially, potentially yeah. there and kind of thing. And because you spent so much time outlining the worst case scenario, it's so crystal clear in your mind as to mm. like, look, that's where you could end up. But then in, it's in not just of, like seeing a fucking post on the wall. It's just like try in terms of the, of, the, of the actual self-authoring thing, like its usual price is like a hundred and thirty dollars. Well, and I was like, um, what does it have included in that? Because I know you can get it cheaper. Uh, you used to be able to pay five bucks for it if you mm. subscribe to his Patreon page or something like that. Yeah, um, but for a hundred and thirty dollars, I'd expect more than. Write about your past. Okay, now write about your present. All right, yeah. now write about your future. Yeah. yeah. So, is there more to it than that? Um, well, for <coughs> for a hundred, if, if for it was how hard, much you pay, do, do you if think it was one hundred thirty dollars, I wouldn't have pay, I wouldn't have got it. But is um, is that basically the system, or is it like checkups or you know notifications that kind of thing, or is it literally just write three essays? It is. It's 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 hard to describe. It's very structured writing. Mm. Um, so they've they've essentially gone through and defined. Well, look, you can use this many characters here, and you can use this many characters here. Because if you have to go over this, then you're dwelling on something too much, and you're not isolating the point. Uh, so it's like it's like guided meditation in a sense. Well, it's, it's like subsections, as in like write about your hobbies, write about your dreams, write about yeah. your fears, write yeah. about your blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you've got you this, but yeah, and you've got this many characters to do mm. it in. If you yeah, if you go over this, you you think you're you're dwelling too much on something. You need to crystallise it more, and it just—it's just further refining and further refining to the point where like Twitter. Yeah, I guess. Like it's, <laughs> but it's like I said. I, th- I think I think guided meditation is the is the best way to look at it. It's like well, you you can meditate. Anyone can fucking sit and meditate. But in if you don't, there, there is a certain method to it. And if you don't look out for the pitfalls of it, it's not going to be effective. So that I and I th- I think the same is to be said for for writing, particularly if you're being reflexive and writing about yourself. Um, I think it's far too easy to dwell on things that just don't matter because you like language, because you like writing. Um, so, like, yeah, um, yeah. I can't, I can't comment on the depth of the um, of the of the science behind it because I I'll, I'll just read into it. the genuine, just what the site is, what, mm. what, what is you do, because yeah, some reviews were like, yeah, it's literally just write past, present, and future. Yeah, and it felt like that was a weird. I felt like it must do more than that. Hmm. And if it is just putting it into bite-sized pieces yeah. to make sure that you think about everything that you're writing about in those mini pieces. Yeah. Then, but it's yeah. it's like therapy, though. I mean, it, all a therapist does is ask the right questions at the right point. You're still the one that does all the talking. Mm. Like, it's still you that's working through all your problems. They're not working shit out for you. They're just being a sounding board, essentially, for a couple of hundred quid an hour. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's any different than that. I don't, I'm not... And you hear voices when you're writing. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the with the questions posts yeah, yeah. and everything like that, like, it just, it's just, it just guides you. It just send you down the right path um you can I'd, I'd welcome anyone to make a point as to exactly what they consider what they think that's worth um but and um it feels like what you're saying is there are writing tip not tips but cues yeah and it's done in a more of a bite-sized thing than just go write ten thousand words on your past 
Yeah, yeah, so but there that, is... And then in- there's the thing of paying for something, so therefore you're committing to it, so therefore you're doing a bit more with it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm just no, uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's fine. But there, there is... Um, there is a definite need for like concentration because when they're talking about the writing and how you go about it, you 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 are almost meant to get into a sort of um, uh, fluid meditative state where you're not so much thinking about what you're saying as you are just saying it um, to 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 open up your neural pathways or whatever. Um, just to get out of your own way. Yeah, yeah. To stop you being so apprehensive and stop thinking about things so much and to just splurge. It's like when people do those weird kind of creative writing things and they're just like just it's exactly write whatever comes to mind when and I did no, uh, working the ranting and raving exercise I did yeah, in a, in a yeah. comedy workshop yeah. it was just get through all the stuff that you've already kind of thinking about mm. so that you've run out of things to say but you still need to talk so you yeah. kind of look you subconsciously pull stuff up yeah you suddenly become more observational up. and yeah. um, and not well more deep is a really shitty way to put it, but it's essentially, more up to it is more deep, but literal. Like, you are literally delving deeper. More so than just whatever words you've thought of on the surface, I guess. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. That I, I, yeah. I, I know someone was really critical of him on one, one of the things that I wrote because they felt that he was a guru. And okay. I was trying to think, well, like, what separate... Like, I, I see that point... And I was like, well, so what separates this guy from a guru? What do I think a guru is? And I just think a guru is someone with no necessary expertise that's just had a thought. Like, I'm not a psychoanalyst. I have an idea of what someone might do in a certain situation or maybe could do to get out of it. But I'm not going to pretend to be an expert of it. And I, and, I, and I think that's the difference between an expert and a guru. It's like you, a, a guru is someone who just has, who, who's just had a thought and had an idea. Oh, like again, that's that's just the same thing that i said before about discrediting yeah. someone it's yeah, just trying exactly. to it says yeah <clears throat> the thing i find interesting is what's being talked about and that's mm. always kind of been my thing which is why i say i don't really care winning or losing an argument yeah yeah i'm just interested the conversation in the conversation that's happening yeah. Yeah. so like whether that person is of a certain race of a certain profession mm. of a certain whatever it's like i don't really care i could be having this conversation with a hamster and i'd still be like that's a pretty good talk <laughs> <laughs> You make some good points. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in what's that's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I think, um, it's surprising. This is, cause this is kind of what I did at university. Mm. Like, um, I didn't pay attention. I don't remember what it was, but, um, yeah, critical thinking. I did a fucking paper, couple of papers on it or something like that. Yeah. I noticed, um, yeah, you post something recently, which was like, uh, Oh, the infographic thing. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. I did look for a couscous hit infographic. <laughs> Because I thought there would, I thought there was going to be one of like never put couscous yeah. in an oven or something. Yeah. Like that. I was like, oh, it could be really cool. There was none, There's oh. literally none. Um, but some of the things on there were like really big red flags for me. Yeah. But I don't, I don't remember what I was told critical thinking was. <laughs> so the problem with that with infographics and that is you don't know who made it, you don't know who came up with the definition and all that kind of Which stuff. Which is the exact question that critical yeah. thinking poses, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I've, when, when I, what my interpretation of critical thinking, or at least kind of what the whole what I like about Jordan Peterson is, is that you shouldn't ask a lot of the things that that infographic was saying. So I mean, one of them was like, "Who stands to benefit mm. from this?" It's like, who cares? <laughs> like, oh, you know, big government's going to come along and do this. It's like it, that's an interesting exercise 
of thought to, to go down that but avenue. I think, but is that relevant to the topic that's being discussed? I, th- I think that's um, that's different things. Like yeah. I think critical thinking is um, is to tear apart the interpretation of facts as opposed to tear apart the facts itself. Like the the, the reason that I'm so staunchly behind Jordan Peterson is that all he's really doing is saying this is the fact. Interpret that how you want, but this is the fact. And critical thinking, I think, is a, is to like, like is to tear apart the argument about the fact, as opposed to tear apart the fact itself. So I um and and I th- I think you can exercise some things, uh, some some aspects of, and you should try uh, to to exercise some aspects of critical thinking when looking at Jordan Peterson stuff, particularly when he starts going to like into like religious allegories and 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 things like that, as to uh, as to like, well, why is that relevant? And he'll explain it to you. Is the is is the, is the best part mm-hmm. of that? It's like, well, you so so you you go further down into it, but it's like. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like critical thinking is to is to tear apart the house, not tear apart the brick. If that makes any sense, is not to is <clears throat> not to question how a house is built, but is is arguing is trying to figure out why someone wants to build a house in I the guess. first place. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't pay attention at uni at all. <laughs> I think no, I in, didn't like my. my I think education... in my critical thinking class, that was when I just watched The Simpsons on my laptop. <laughs> And it wasn't even like a big electrical because it was a small uni. Yeah. It was literally like a year five classroom. <laughs> and I just put my laptop up and just pretended to take notes. But I just had an earphone in and showed The Simpsons for me and people behind me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I hated my lecturer. My lecturer yeah. was just this weird guy who looked like he worked at Waitrose. And I was like, I don't yeah. I'll listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that, um, the, the thing that, thing that I like about Jordan Peterson is he, the statements he makes are very clear and concise. Mm. And the thing that's getting him a lot of traction is people trying to redefine what they're, what he is saying. Exactly, yeah. And that's the, the interesting thing for me, is that is the, the shining a light on how people will only hear what they want to hear or will yeah. look for an argument or a fight or something like that when none has been presented, that's just somebody with an opinion. Well, I think... I, I think- I'm sure, like people could have valid arguments to have with Jordan Peterson, mm. but and and that would be great to see, and I'd be I'd be very open to that. However, all I see on TV, and like you can go back to, go back to a few weeks ago with that Kathy Newman thing, mm-hmm. the, the Channel Four interview, was like the only arguments that people are trying to have with him are because they already have ideas in their head of who he is and what he represents. So all they're doing is spending an hour putting words in his mouth. And mm. not listening to what he's saying, so they just end up looking fucking stupid. And it's like, and it and it's an insult to everyone watching and everyone taking taking the time to try and partake in this conversation that they're having because people do it because they want to fucking learn something. They want to see the confrontation and see why it exists, and not to and, and not to just see you putting bullshit words in your mouth and being fucking rightly humiliated for it. Mm. Like it, it's. It's people approaching an argument with an idea already in their head that they well, will it, not shift. Well, I think it's 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 what I said before about people aren't having the argument; they're arguing against a person. Yeah, and they're arguing their own insecurity. I don't like it when people say you're projecting your insecurities because it feels like that phrase has been thrown around for so long. Mm. But it's just you're arguing with yourself. Yeah, like if you feel passionately about something, like yeah. Like, um, I mean, I've had, like I said, I've had points where I've hated something, and until I've explored it, 
I've, I didn't fully understand it. So the anger I would have towards a certain subject, I'd be like, oh, don't talk. I think One Direction is the example I used on the podcast a while ago. If I was angry, I was angry about One Direction, but yeah, but you know, and whatever argument I had, I was just arguing against my own mi- lack of understanding on why, on my own emotions. Mm. So as soon as you hear somebody talk about something that you don't understand your own feelings about well enough, you get fired up and you're trying to you're yelling at somebody else without thinking that you're actually arguing with yourself mm. which um yeah as i think what people do and like what the journalists did in that channel 4 thing i think uh like had its points and its moments but yeah you could definitely it was incredibly transparent yeah because it's like watching <laughs> it's like watching a, a, a drunk have a boxing match with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Uh, no, to say a boxer, because Floyd Mayweather implies that I'm trying to say one of them is a celebrity or a master or whatever. Yeah. But if you see it, if you see a drunk have an argue, ha- have a boxing match with a boxer, if they if the boxer starts a fight and the drunk starts fighting back, it becomes a spectacle of oh you know what's going on and drama of it all. Yeah. But if the drunk is just keeps on drinking, yeah, and this boxer keeps punching them in the face, you because you go. Why? What? What's going on? Yeah. Why is this happening? And because Jordan Peterson wasn't getting too overly affected by yeah. the questions and, and the style of interview that she was mm. doing, that most people would be like, "No, it's not. What I'm saying, don't put words in my mouth. Why are you talking about this? I keep on." And then getting yeah. angry or frustrated yeah. about the energy of the conversation, you kind of go like, you, "And because he is comfortable taking breaths and just thinking about what he's saying, yeah. like she'll say something and then there'll be a pause while he thinks about it, mm. which allows you to think about what is she saying, what's going on with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the apparent negative attention he gets because of it seems very strange yeah. to me. I don't well, it's, know. It's interesting. There is, um, there is, I, I think it's something that he commented on, but there's a, there's a website that, um, uh, it breaks down like the Bible line by line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I think I mean, that's his most recent project. He's yeah. going through the Bible and yeah, yeah, and and, and 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 like kind of like learning what it all means. And you I'd, like if you've listened to interviews with him, you put you probably heard it. But the, the the thing about the meek, yeah, yeah, like the the, the meek shall inherit the earth. And the meaning of meek, or the old meaning of meek, is well, what the, we think the, of it is yeah, now. The, if you hear that, the meek shall inherit the earth, you kind of feel like the patient or the, the, the pacifist. More like the, the weak and the unarmed and the victims and like... The, 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 I never got that. Like I, got I, I, I always, I don't know. I always. I thought it was like people meek. not um, being too extravagant. That's yeah. what I thought was meek being meek. Yeah, um, but, but the actual... Yeah, but like the the actual meaning of meek was um, he who knows how to use his sword but keeps it sheathed. Yeah, and I think that's like that that's a that's perfectly personified in 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 that interview as as to that that is exactly what Jordan Peterson was putting across. Like he wasn't throwing barbs at her. He he could have. He he could have like he could have gotten very emotional. Yeah, and like to be fair, he he could have made a much bigger effort to humiliate her mm. by unsheathing his sword, say, and and fucking just poking holes in every fucking thing that she said. But he didn't. He just he like it's it's just that quiet contemplative like I know what I'm doing. I know what you're doing. So if we if we're gonna play this game, let's play this game. Like it's and like just taking a step back from mm. it, I guess. Um, um, well, I think that the 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 meek, the, um, having the power to use the sword but sheathing your sword, I thought tied into um, 
more so into other stuff. I didn't really see it much in that interview, but yeah, his whole thing is about um, we are monsters. Everyone's a monster. Mm. You should realize that you are a monster. Yeah. Um, but you should realize you're a monster so that you can control it. Yeah. And it seems to be that the current and I've, I've always I've always felt that largely because I played monsters yeah. like in amateur dramatics and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, been very about, oh, animalistic and stuff like that. But yeah, I think the current climate is no one wants to be identified as a monster yeah. at all. They want to be seen as something else, a saint or something or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, you should, you should re And that's why they're like shunning people who they disagree with because, oh, I could never be a Nazi. I can never be this. I can never be that. Yeah. It's like, no, no, absolutely. You definitely could. You're a fucking human being. Yeah. Human beings are flawed. You need like, to recognize your potential in order to control. Exactly. Like the, the, the Nazi thing, like people are always like, <clears> well, <throat> I would have been the one that stood up. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't. And like, and I say that about you because I know that about myself. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I, I don't know exactly where I am, but I'm, I'm almost certain I'm pretty much a beta male. And like, I'm, I'm not uh, my, my instinct is flight, not fight. That's just kind of who I am. So if the option, when did you learn to fly? flap flap (laughs) so if if the option is to kind of is to stick with the status quo or be killed I'll stick with the status quo that's just Mm. that's just kind of who I am and what I've learned about myself so this idea that I couldn't be a Nazi in that situation is fucking stupid I probably would have been that's not to say I'd have felt good about it I think that's different whether you would or wouldn't you have to accept that it's possible yeah, yeah, like exactly. To, to imply that you're, it's impossible for you to do something wrong, yeah, is just stupid. It's, it's just, it's just silly. But that's the kind of thing that I, yeah, think mm. that's kind of in the pushback. Mm. But uh, uh, let's uh, jump off Jordan. Wait, no, oh. wait, no, because we started no. on Jordan. Yeah, because you were talking about my thirtieth, and we got completely sidetracked. I was going to get you that self-authoring program if oh. you hadn't already got it. Okay, fair enough. And I thought I said, yeah, you. I think you might have it already. Yeah, I got that. So I and I got the, the. I've been reading the twelve rules for life thing as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I saw you reading that. So I thought, oh, maybe you'd be interested in that. So. Yeah. Um, but yes. Oh yeah, we're so away from Jordan Peterson for a while anyway. Yeah. Well, that's um, that's a good half hour. Oh, was it good? It's it's a half hour. I'll settle for that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, the doors have fallen off of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in my house. The band? No, just, just uh, Jim Morrison. What are you doing? Um, he wasn't the Doors, was he? Was he? Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, yeah. Two. I've now I've lived in my house for about exactly for about two years, and then doors started falling off, and I've had problems with my house anyway. Well, your conservatory door was falling off when you first moved in, wasn't it? Because someone broke into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they took it off from the outside, but it was already a bit fucked. Yeah. But now the door to the door to the conservatory, <laughs> just it just fell off. <laughs> like the hinge just, no, not yeah. going to do that anymore. So now yeah, it's hanging on by a nail that I just kind of like shove it in and kind of do that. But yeah, it, and I've had other doors that the locks have fallen inside. I've had that on like three different doors. Jesus. And it's just like, what was with the previous owner and yeah. doors? <laughs> uh, he fucked up the, he's an electrician who fucked up all the wiring in the house. Yeah. If you turn a light on in the garage, it's a power cut. Yeah. And, and the fountain that spews black mold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing that causes the problem. I think the, <laughs> the electrician just freak out. Yeah. So I managed to sort kind of that part out and just, and just like to turn off all power there and everything seems fine. But yeah, just doors keep falling off of my house and I'm not sure. <laughs> 
what to do. <laughs> so I'm, if you could write in. <laughs> well, it's it's just coming to the, the, that homeowner stage where it's like, oh, okay, I guess I have to build a new conservatory. <laughs> it's like, well, that's, that sounds like that's going to be more money than 20 quid. Get someone to replace that door, can't you? Well, the thing is, if I replace that, I, st- I need, still need to replace the outer door that yeah. the burglars like took off. Yeah. That I kind of half fixed. But that, yeah, the lock fell inside of that. Right. And the whole conservatory's like shifted. Oh. <laughs> not the ground, just the, it's made out of cheap plastic and it's not properly put together. Yeah. So it's kind of somewhat leaning a little bit so the door doesn't quite fit in the frame anymore. <laughs> leaning so- tower of shit. <laughs> And I don't actually use the conservatory. You used to use it as an office, didn't you? Yeah, but then it got cold. And, <laughs> yeah. and people started practice. breaking into it because your computer was in there and your <laughs> yeah. camera and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I took everything out. But so I don't really use it, so I could probably get rid of it. So I could just smash it down with a hammer. But I kind of feel like conservatory adds value. Yeah, so, it does. It does. And but does it add as much value as building a whole new conservatory on it? Uh... And then before I do that, I have to save up for it. And then yeah. before I'm doing that, I'm trying to buy another house anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's I, the deal? I, I, I try and opt for a repair. Surely someone can repair it. Yeah, but it just feels like it will cost, like, actual money. Not like, <laughs> oh, don't to the worry. fake money it costs to build things. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, I just won't use as much petrol this week. It's like, no, I don't think that's going to cut it. I think it's going to be like, no, you need to spend some more than 200 quid on getting it fixed. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like, you can get oh. a quote for nothing, though. And it might it might not be more than 200 quid. It might just be anchoring it in the right place, which is just... I can't afford an anchor. S- no, I can barely just- afford a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Dingy. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix it right. Yeah. right. Yeah, not with all the broken glass in the lawn. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's that's my homeowner moment is like, oh, the doors have fallen off. I didn't know doors had expiration dates. Yeah. Just this is this is out of date now. It's got these expired doors. Yeah. And just, yeah, all the... De- I like my DIY. I like to fix... I fix the doors, like, inside, but PVC glass conservatory doors. Yeah. I feel like that's a bit above... I think home security demands you have a door that works definitely. And not one yes. that works if you wiggle it a bit. Yeah, so your insurance <laughs> is probably invalid at the minute. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'll bleep it out. I probably won't, because I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> so, anybody looking to burgle anyone, I've already been burgled once, it's yeah. doable. Yeah. Come to me, my doors are shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're having a homeowner moment, in that yeah. we might actually own a home soon. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. fucking brilliant. Uh, with doors? With doors. Nice. Yeah. And they're well, that, all... they'll last you a good two years at least. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's good. it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, one of the one of the doors was wedged open by a bit of wood, so the dog could get in and out, which I thought was novel. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, we I got a message off them last week that said, um, uh, as soon as we've got the, the, the date to, to, to uh, for exchange, we're just going to leave, so we'll give you the keys, like, early. And you can just start moving shit in if you want to. It's like, oh, fair enough. Where are you going? Oh, we're going to the Isle of Mull. Like, Mull. Oh, right. Where, <laughs> where's where's that? It's like, you know, it's where the wine warms up. Yeah, it's it's in the west of Scotland. It's like, Mull. oh, so so as soon as the opportunity to leave arises, you're going to go as far away as possible. And I'm not meant to find this suspicious. <laughs> it's you're going to give me the keys, even though I'm legally irresponsible for this property. Yeah. and run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So slightly suspicious, but I, I, I think it'll be okay. So we, we, we might be in a house in a few weeks, Fair which play. would be fucking ace. You're going to move in before you're legally allowed inside. No, the we're going to move some stuff there, and we're going to start like painting, but we're not actually going to live there. 
until right. we've until the exchange date because we're not covered by anything. We wouldn't have any insurance, so yeah. we just take any it cheap count shit. as graffiti if you paint someone else's house. Well, I thought well, like maybe, but then if I send them a message saying like we're okay, so can we decorate and move some stuff in, and they're like, yeah, that's fine, then I'm covered. Cool, I think. Yeah, because sure. I'm an expert of the law. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. They've given you the keys. Yeah. Well, what happened? Well, we gave someone our keys and they came in our house. <laughs> well, yeah, all right. Fair yeah. enough. Anyway, on to mm. the news. Oh, yeah. The news for this week. Um, do you know Zupla? Zupla, the, the house selling app. house selling thing. I'm uh, intimately aware of it. Yeah, yeah, they've become accused of profiting on sexual abuse. Not houses. Not houses, just sexual <laughs> abuse. <laughs> And the re- and again, this is ties into our previous conversation. I'm pretty sure of- you can't sell sexual abuse on Zoopla. Well, apparently you can. All right. So, uh, uh, so this ties into our conversation before about people only hear what they want to hear. They're just looking for an argument. They're just looking to All do right. something. And this seemed like a well, perfect trigger example me because of I read a whole article on why white people can't do yoga anymore this morning. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, like- <laughs> I didn't read it, but I was like, Jesus. <laughs> um, so, property website Zuppler has been heavily criticised for its new advert right. featuring hermit crabs. <laughs> mm. And these hermit crabs are saying the words "me too." <laughs> Critics have said this appears to mock the Me Too campaign, to which people, usually women, document alleged sexual assault or harassment that they've suffered. Mm. In the advert, one crab announces, I'm selling my house on Zoopla, causing a chorus of other crabs to say, Me Too, Me Too. Right. Another said... um, (laughs) So they're not just... Just someone agreeing with somebody. (laughs) It's just one crab agreeing with another crab. Yeah. And they're saying that this is mocking... The Me Too oh, campaign. Oh, God. Um, one tweet tweet said, Seriously, Zuppler, Me Too isn't a marketing tool for your business. Shame on you for exploiting the voices of survivors of sexual violence. That's so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, three, three or four months ago, I could say Me Too, and it wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't it mean, would mean sexual abuse. It, it wouldn't mean anything. It's not like it's it's not like it's like okay, well, well, now we know that it's a that it's a, a measured term, and, that, and now we know that it can only be used in situations. It's not like three four months ago I was being like nigger, and now I, and now I'm angry because I can't say nigger anymore. Like it's it's it's, it's too innocuous fucking words. But it's it's just. You're looking into this way too much, whoever's angry about this. <laughs> it's just another try, someone to prove that they see the world through a very um, specific, com- com- um, compassionate lens. Yeah. That if a sexual abuse victim sees the word me and the word two next to each other, yeah. well, they're going to be raped again. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's just a fucking advert. Yeah. So it goes on. Uh, another <sighs> tweet wrote, Not a fan of this made in poor taste Zoopla ad. Have the comms and printing team been on Mars in 2017 or 18? Mm. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think they're trying to say, have they been stuck on Mars? As in, have they been away from Earth? Yeah. But instead they're like, have they even visited Mars? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Zuppler has apologised for causing offence. The aim of our latest ad campaign is to demonstrate, in our usual tone of voice, that Zuppler is a popular and well-known property website when selling or renting a home. It in no way was intended to carry any other meaning or to allude to sexual violence. (laughs) (laughs) 
I pa- paraphrased that. It's fucking hermit crabs. The spokesman added, <laughs> I, li- I, like, I, like this, "I like this addition that the spokesman said. Uh, we carefully assessed the complaint, but did not consider there were grounds for further action. While the ad does use the phrase, me too, we consider that viewers of the ad are likely to interpret its use as the crabs all agreeing to sell their houses on Zoopla, rather than a reference to recent sexual harassment claims and the resulting Me Too campaign. (laughs) It's not condescending, but it's very condescending. (laughs) It's the correct response to a stupid situation. But people, I, I think advertising is just, it's, it's an easy target, I think. Because there's been so many of these. Like, well, there was a Dove advert of people taking off clothes and revealing a person beneath them. And yeah. there was like, oh, a black woman took off her shirt and there was a white woman beneath it. What are they trying to say? It's like, they're not trying to say anything. It's no. just how, how much, <laughs> maybe it's just people think corporations, they're trying yeah. to undermine and subliminally assault everybody and tell them about the, what the world really is and how yeah. really we should get rid of all the black people to reveal more white people. It's like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> just, all right, if you think that, okay. But now it's just unfortunate that they've got a platform to spread this wisdom. Oh, yeah. around. <laughs> wisdom. Uh, do you know El Chapo? On to other news. <laughs> is that like a Spanish dog? I think he is, he's a drug kingpin. Not a Spanish um, dog. <laughs> El Chapo was extradited to the United States from Mexico last year and faces oh. federal charges for his alleged role running a dreg- drug empire responsible for deaths and trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, pleaded not guy. guilty. Uh, the thing I liked was um, was this. The lawyer for Mexican drug kingpin El Chapo says, jurors presiding over his federal trial in New York do not need special protection, as El Chapo has promised not to kill them. I promise. <laughs> Why is that relevant? <laughs> um, drug kingpin responsible that they think is responsible for deaths and trafficking. He won't kill you. Why? Well, he promised. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> oh well, okay. Don't don't give him security then. You know everything's going to be fine. <laughs> what was oh, it? I read like. Oh, well, if he promised, then I, I think I'll be okay. Well, I think, I think Pablo Escobar had like a right hand assassin, mm. hitman or whatever, who has openly said he would kill his own parents if Pablo Escobar like suggested it. Mm. He'd be like, oh yeah, for you, Pablo, I'll kill everyone. <laughs> so like, yeah. you kind of get the impression that oh yeah, he El Chapo promises that El Chapo won't kill you. <laughs> I didn't say anything about you know metal teeth over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws. I'm going to be so afraid of someone called Chapo. <laughs> El Chapo. Yeah. It sounds like a. It sounds like I don't know, like a fast food chain, <laughs> like, but Mexican. Like, come to El Chapo. <laughs> but he's, he's a promising guy. He promised not to kill you. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, don't worry, he's promised. That's what our system works on. Yeah. In other news, scientists in China who created the first cloned monkeys have also promised not to do that with humans. (laughs) Hang on, you're cloning monkeys over here? Yeah, but we promised we won't do it on people. (laughs) 
Why not? We, we, we promise. Yeah. We can't pro- clone yeah. humans. That's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> the cool. quote was taken via an hour and a half long conversation over the phone where we could definitely hear him twirling his moustache. <laughs> <laughs> It's evil, villainous, Chinese man moustache. Yeah. His Fu Manchu. But yeah, they cloned monkeys. Yeah. Which, isn't, which is a big scientific thing. Because, like... I guess, but then but you go, they already do sheep? Yeah, exactly. I think it feels like monkeys are smaller than sheep, which feels like it should it's be easier. It's not just that, but it's like, well, okay, so you've already proven you can clone something. Well done for doing it with something else, but is the process that different? Well, I think the I idea is... I suppose it must is, be, because yeah. I'm not a fucking scientist. <laughs> and apparently the scientists are saying did it's a big deal. Did you not just dip it in the cloning bucket? <laughs> the same cloning bucket you did yeah. for the sheep? Yeah. yeah, sheep dip, monkey dip. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think the relevance is we're very similar to monkeys, therefore yeah. if they clone monkeys, they can clone people. Yeah, Whereas uh, if you can clone a sheep, you might not be able to clone a person. I don't understand why this is a thing, though, because we're already editing the genome. Yeah. Like we're giving kids blue eyes instead of brown eyes, and we're t- deciding what color hair there is, how straight their teeth are. Like just like we d- we're already editing that. Why is it such a big deal to be like, well, this one's exactly like this one now? It's like, well, yeah, we can do that with people as well. Yeah, well, I think the the, the rationalization behind it was it it makes for better scientific testing mm. with identical subjects. Yeah. So they're like, instead of doing it with 10 monkeys that will have different strains, different genes, right, different they might this, react differently to different things. Yeah, yeah like yeah. if we have 10 identical monkeys, yeah. then it's more of a speed, better way more to accurate. test. You could assume that something that happened with this one would also happen with this one, yeah. was it under the same circumstances? So eventually, you could probably just clone people and put them in a big brother type situation <laughs> and be like, well, if they're all the same, what's going to happen? Yeah. Right, will they Bob? be attracted right, to Bob. themselves? How's it going, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> we could have given them different names. I'd <laughs> say. <laughs> No, 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 you clone the name. <laughs> they all share one birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> like a cloning certificate? Yeah, ten spots for a signature. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to know, look, if you were, when they cloned this monkey, Yeah. like, I know it didn't come out of a box, right, but did it, did they clone the embryo that then they impregnated something with and then it grew? That's just it, like, I'd like, the, if they're going to clone... A monkey, let's say that it leads to them cloning a person. If they're cloning yeah. a person, I want them to clone, like, a 38-year-old bloke. Yeah. Just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. like, you the don't sudden... want the, a baby based no. off of you. And it's then like, it no. grows into you, like, no, yeah. I want me now. Like, <laughs> clone me now. No, I want Amazon Prime. <laughs> me. Now. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. right. Tomorrow's okay. <laughs> Did you know Amazon Prime in America is same day delivery? Yeah, with the food stuff and everything. I know that. Yeah. I think I think it depends on the department, but like, yes, yeah, like it was on. It was Bill's podcast last week, wasn't it? Because she was, yeah, she was yeah, on about yeah. ordering like power bars or something. It was like they'll be here this afternoon. Like what? <laughs> yeah. And then I think Tom Segura was talking about it on his latest special as well. And you just go, I don't think England's ready for that. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just like no, I don't want to see you yet. I'll see. You. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let me prepare myself we need for to my come, delivery of cabbage we tomorrow. Need to come to terms with our purchase. Yeah. Because there's a certain amount of guilt that goes into buying something. And it does take some grieving. Like, oh, well, it's so long to the money that I've lost and everything like that. <laughs> just seeing someone else. Like, oh, just don't come over now. Yeah. Like, you ever let, talk to somebody and be like, oh, we should get a drink sometime. What about in an hour? Well, No. Yeah, <laughs> sometime later. Yeah, no, no, now I'm here now. Yeah, and admittedly, I've done that quite a bit. But <laughs> I think, I think, no, I think I, England as a whole probably not ready for that. I have that problem all the time. I can't. I, I'm 
I think I used to be impulsive and I think I've kind of grown into it. Um, but I, I put that more down to getting older. I think you get less impulsive when you get older um, because you have more an idea of what you like and what you don't like. Are you saying that you use the way that I you used to jump that. into situations when oh, I was okay. younger? More I thought so. you Someone felt like, difficulty in doing that. No, so when I was when I was younger, I would jump into situations right, okay. more quickly. Being like, "Do you want to do this?" I don't know, and that was as good as yes. Like, <laughs> so like I, you go you go and do it. Whereas now, if it's if the answer is I don't know. It'll take me a couple of days to be like, oh, maybe. <laughs> like, but and I, I had it. I went to I went to a gig last night, and to be fair, like I jumped on that pretty impulsively because I was looking for this guy. I was just like, ah, I had this really. I've, I've spent the last year having really like like quasi religious experiences to his music. Like, just this is. I, I need to. I need to go and see this guy. Mm. This would be fucking ace. I looked him up, and he was just like, he's playing on February third, and I immediately went, why can't I do that? Like, not, like, just buy the ticket, but just, like, there must be a reason why I can't do that. Because, like, just because I'm used to... There was part of you that was going no. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Mu- I must have, like, the, the, there are walls that I have to get through to do these things. I know that I have to do that because that is the process that I've built for myself. Yeah. So, like, well, why can't I do that? And it's just, like, but luckily, I was quite baked. So I was just, like, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, because I, I, we've talked about going... To, we We've talked about the possibility of thinking about planning going yeah. to the gym yeah. once a week as a group yeah. and your immediate reaction is well I'm not going to go every week <laughs> well, I'm not gonna, exactly. if, if we set a day I'm not going to go on that day yeah. and there's no reasoning behind it apart from yeah wanting to yeah. Oh, did, did you go the other day by the way uh, no. Do you know? no I didn't think it would happen yeah I don't um, think I'm the man <laughs> <laughs> no I think they had um, different, uh, different plans offered Oh, right, okay. So it was like, oh, we'll do it another time. Yeah, fair enough. That kind of thing. So yeah, don't clone monkeys if you're not going to clone people. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Don't build walls. Don't clone monkeys. Who would you clone? Who could I clone? Um, I want to clone someone who hates his life. Because then I feel like you'll hate his <laughs> yeah. wife, his life twice as much. <laughs> Just someone on the street. Well, I've cloned you now. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Then, like, all of his problems become the clone's problems. It's a really dysfunctional clone. <laughs> you couldn't talk... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Mm. If you clone somebody and it turns out they had a few non... Not very good views on the world. Yeah. That they haven't experienced, really. They just got leftover memories. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... Yeah. Well, you know, the new Star Trek's shit. You know that, right? <laughs> when did this guy watch Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all politics. It's all this, it's all that. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> we built you so we could experiment hair dye. Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Clone him without the mouth. <laughs> Look, midnight blue. Try yeah. it on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could... If you can clone somebody, if you can build somebody, you could build them without a head. Yeah. And just put the brain in his arm or something. <laughs> put the brain in the stomach like Teenage Mutant in like Krang. Krang. <laughs> <laughs> just don't give him a throw. The guy with no head walking around. <laughs> For experiments. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was fun and funny. <laughs> We've cloned Dave. Where's his head? Well, you wouldn't know he was a clone. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, how would you tell him from real day? <laughs> Why don't you just make him blonde or something? Well, it's not a clone then, is it? <laughs> Dave has a head. 
<laughs> well, Clone Dave's got a head as well, but it's in this box. Yeah. <laughs> we keep it in the safe. <laughs> or you could clone, just put someone entirely in a head. <laughs> like Futurama, like in yeah. a jar. Yeah, the, 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 his head's there. Yeah. Like, does he need arms? No. Does he yeah. need organs? Well, we can build a head. Like, just, <laughs> no, you no, you no longer need arms or yeah. organs. Or <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, back onto some stupid deaths. Yeah. We've had a few stupid deaths. This wasn't. This wasn't a stupid death. This was a people have died in unfortunate ways. Um, a man died after being sucked into an MRI scanner. Hmm. Um, and it's unfortunately and tragic because <laughs> he questioned it. Like, there's a, the, an MRI is a giant magnet yeah, yeah. that takes internal images of the human body that hmm. doctors use. That's my medical definition of what an MRI stands for. Yeah. Not well, knowing what it stands for. Don't even know. Medical real imaging. <laughs> Magnetic ra- radioactive imaging. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Um and, yeah, this guy, a 32-year-old, um, was told to carry a metal oxygen tank into the room oh by, a do- by someone who works at the hospital. And it implies that it was questioned. Like, you sure? And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, it's off. And so, <laughs> well, what about when it's on? Well, it wasn't off. <laughs> so, just... He went in and got yanked towards the, an MRI scanner. Oh. The li- it was liquid oxygen that cracked and then went oh, down his no. throat. And, yeah, it died. Oh, my God. And apparently this is a regular occurrence. Like, lots of people have died specifically from MRI scanners being on around oxygen tanks. <laughs> like, people have been injured. Like, there was a, a, I think I read an article about two p- doctors got pinned to the machine yeah. by oxygen tanks being sucked into it. And it's just like... What in how, God's uh, name? We've all been hung over at work. Yeah. Right, and we've someone's been like, have you done the report? You're like, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you turn off the aircon? Uh, yeah, yeah, and you haven't. But imagine doing that, and then someone gets sucked into the aircon. <laughs> like, how terrible your day must go from being uh, like, I just can't be asked for this job. Yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fine. And then, oh my God, they're dead. And <laughs> now you're suddenly responsible don't, for it. But don't... Assume that something that could kill you is off. Well, the patient. Like if you, kind if of someone's have pointing to, a gun at yeah. you, it's safe. Like, don't yeah, just yeah. assume that the safety's on. Yeah, yeah. He died from inhaling liquid oxygen, which is just fucking horrible. Oh god! Uh, after it hit the machine, um, yeah, they were told to go in. So, all right, maybe that's not funny. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. I like the image of it. Yeah, but no, it's good. That's, that's a wait, tragedy. I, are, are you sure? he's definitely sure (laughs) well um, okay let's go on to something um, happier let's let's just do a back reference Um, the person who transmitted a false missile alarm in Hawaii that terrorised the state uh, is not currently cooperating with the FCC (laughs) meaning what? (laughs) means no more questions Uh, I did what was right he's protesting his innocence Um, apparently he's I think I'm the basic of the article, I think, was him stating that he thinks it was a computer error and not his error. As right. in, he clicked the right thing and the text said, it will say this. And the text that it said it was going to say was like, this yeah. is a drill. Exercise, exercise, exercise. Yeah. And he pressed it and he said, he heard the message and he heard it say, this is not a drill. And he just hung his head in shame. Oh. As in, just like, oh my God. God. <laughs> okay, but then why wouldn't you just send one out immediately after? Yeah. Be like, okay, no, th- it was a drill. Like, why? 
Well, I don't know whether that's within his jurisdiction. I don't know. Because it feels... Maybe there was a safety thing that if you put out a, a, a missile warning, yeah, you can't go, oh, Maybe sorry. it's not safe to just <laughs> to, to just be like, yeah, you can just write whatever you want here. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, JK. <laughs> Kim Jong-K. I don't know what's, yeah. what's going on. But yeah, he just doesn't want to... Uh, he doesn't want to work with the Federal Communications Commission. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to work with them. They call me a liar. <laughs> I like the idea that they sent him an email, and he went to press reply, but he got like PTSD from the last time he clicked something. <laughs> like, if I press reply, it might send out another missile alert. <laughs> that man's going to put his kid in the sewers again. <laughs> <laughs> She's still down there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, uh, there's more to the story. I think we'll find out more as stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened in Hawaii? Uh, Saudi Arabia has been rocked by scandal after uh, twelve camels have been disqualified from a beauty contest. <laughs> <laughs> um, for- They're not women. <laughs> No, apparently it's a camel beauty contest. And no, it's a, it's a woman. It's a very pretty woman. <laughs> don't, 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 don't listen to them. Yeah. Come with me, baby. I'll treat you right. Just to clarify, these are Saddam Hussein impressions. Yes. A reference to, I don't know, 50 podcasts ago yeah. when Saddam Hussein became a recurring character. <laughs> like two or three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get back into the swing of things with the camel beauty contest. <laughs> I miss my harem, so I hide in caramels. <laughs> they are all called Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> they come one hump or two. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I can only usually manage one. <laughs> but I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm not as hung as I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not me. The, you know, someone else. Um, I'll be here all night. <laughs> well, allegedly. <laughs> I've got secret places to live. Uh, but yeah, these camels were disqualified because um, of Botox. They've been Botoxing camels to try and get them to win beauty contests. Oh, my God. Which I don't know if that's disqualifiable in human beauty contests. No, I'm pretty I sure they can use Botox. Feel, you get the impression that they probably can, right? Yeah. I mean, but camels, no. no. Camels too far. Well, Don't it's Botox like a, camels. Maybe it's like a, like Crufts. Well, you can win millions of pounds, apparently. So I think this is just like the whole Sultan's having a thing. Yeah. Who's got the sexiest camel? <laughs> <laughs> My camel. My camel won beauty contest. Okay. <laughs> what else can we fund? I don't know, anything? Yeah, what's the, wasn't there a Ewan McGregor movie about some prince or something that wanted to fish Scottish fish in Iran? Or something <laughs> like that? No. Yeah. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor was like a fisherman and they, they migrated Scottish salmon into somewhere ridiculous. <laughs> I've got to find it. I'm pretty sure, and I think I might have even seen it at the cinema. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> salmon salmon fishing in the Yemen, I think it's called. Oh. Right, yeah. I that want film. these fish in Yemen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I like to fish. 
Yes. I'm pretty sure it's summer for sure. This isn't Scotland. We know. Make it more like Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If anything, that'll make the Camel Beauty Contest more accessible to the people. (laughs) The the Catholic Church uh, has has called out for a need of more exorcists. Uh, <laughs> due to an urgent increase in demonic activity, the priest has warned. In the classifieds, <laughs> uh, organised religion seeks exorcists. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got what it takes? Can you make heads turn? Yeah. We can. <laughs> Come in and rid the world of demons. Uh, An Irish priest has put out an urgent call for backup. (laughs) (laughs) Catholic priest calling in backup. I don't see them with walkie-talkies for some reason. Like whispering into their crucifixes. Backup, backup. Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) Take me to the exorcist place. Bring him back. Uh, back up to, to help the growing demand for exorcisms in the country. Um, it's only in recent years that the demand for exorcisms has risen exponentially, Father Pat Collins said, adding that anyone who doesn't see the need for more exorcists is out of touch with reality. <laughs> uh, Collins wrote an open letter to Irish bishops asking them to begin training more priests. <laughs> or more priests. Training, oh, but training them. No, training more priests to deal with exorcisms. So, like, you're a priest, but you specialise in exorcism. <laughs> yeah, and you've got some kind of rocky trainer. Yeah. Left, right, right, I left, left, right. Yeah, I really and thought crucifix. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of priests having a CV. <laughs> yeah, interview process. Yeah. Are you a priest? Yeah. Are you do. an exorcist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, and he cited the International Association of Exorcists' belief that demonic activity has increased substantially in recent years. Uh, each Catholic diocese. <laughs> well, the in diagnosis Ireland. of demonic behaviour has also widened, much like autism. Lots more autistic people, lots more demons. <laughs> My demon child didn't have the care that he needed at a young age, not until the new law was passed. <laughs> Included funding for more demonic practices. <laughs> uh, Four-year-old uh, demon baby smoking. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, each Catholic diocese in Ireland, which is like a parish or like a ca- catchment area, it's quite a demonic word. <laughs> yeah. um, it's always the one you least suspect. <laughs> Each Catholic diocese in Ireland is required to have a trained exorcist who can <laughs> can identify whether a person is suffering from mental illness or has been possessed. Glynis here. She's got dementia. That's what you think. Yeah. She's got a demon. Yeah. A memory demon. <laughs> now say it with me. Mentally ill demon. <laughs> Okay, can all the mentally ill people put their hands up? Okay, and put your hand down if you're not a demon. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, We're playful here at the Catholic Church. They're just like training these priests in in exorcism with like PowerPoints and stuff. Just a little conference of them all in a room like, 
I, I heard there's a lot of vomit. Is there a lot of vomit? <laughs> not as much as you'd expect. Oh, alright. What about with the mentally ill? Well, we're not dealing with them today, remember? <laughs> no, mentally ill. You mean demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Collins has been speaking out about the activities of what he has called the evil one for years. He's <laughs> widely considered Ireland's most prominent exorcist, which is a very proud title, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm the I, best exorcist. <laughs> yeah. um, and he has also advocated for the church to take a more active role in demon hunting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hunting demons. <laughs> Yeah, that's that one. Some fucking <laughs> mentalist. Um, we've done racist Dave. We've done Nigel. We've refurbished the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've done. Uh, yeah, we need. We, what should we do with this part of the church? Uh, I'm thinking an exorcism study. Mm. <laughs> Just yeah. like a load of demon dummies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it gets, gets more exorcistic. Yeah, the yeah. budget allows yeah. more exorcisms. Yeah. <laughs> We can either have the baby changing station or the demon, uh, the, 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 or the exorcism station. Well, babies are less prominent in church. I think demons. There's a definite change it need. in the baptism fountain, yeah. the baptism font. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, you, now, uh, this is a bad segue. Um, I've have you ever been banned from anywhere? No. 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 I've never been banned from anywhere. I've generally been, like, a good kid. Um, I particularly haven't been banned from every version of something that exists, which is uh, what happened to... Banned from the Lord of the Ring books. And films. (laughs) And songs. And soundtrack. This pensioner has been banned from every farm in Britain. (laughs) Which... I don't know how you get an APB out on that. Ice cream farm. <laughs> like, you send out posters, like, pictures, do not let this guy in to don't your farm or something. let this old man in from the cold. Yeah. Anyway, he's been banned for fisting cows. Okay. <laughs> um, a pensioner from West London has been found guilty of two counts of outraging public decently and banned from every farm in Britain after being caught... <laughs> after being caught masturbating with his hand fully inside a cow. I like the, the fact that he was in court and was like, so, uh, we want him banned from our farm. I'll do you one better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're banned from all farms forever. <laughs> oh, no. It's not forever. It's just for his probation. He's his, uh, his probation. Apparently. Um, <laughs> no, don't do it, okay? Yeah. Uh, Uxbridge Magistrates Court heard that uh, 80-year-old John Curnow had been twice spotted assaulting cows at Park Lodge Farm in Uxbridge, West London. Uh, farmer Susan Howie told the court the first time that she saw Kurnow in her field, he had his left hand interfering with the cow and his right hand on a part of his lower body. He was masturbating. You could see it moving up and down and his, and his trousers and boxer shorts were around his ankles. <laughs> um, the second time, said Howie, Kurnow had his whole hand in the cow and when he realised he'd been rumbled, he grabbed his trousers and boxers and he ran for the stile. And he actually fell over the stile because his trousers fell down and he was still trying to get over it. So it's, it's like, it's quite a comical scene. Like... <laughs> um, I was disgusted, continued Harry. We gave, we gave nobody permission to touch or interfere <laughs> with, with our cows. cows. Um, Have you got a permit? 
<laughs> you got exclusive <laughs> permission to fist my cow? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> it might seem funny to you, but they are family. They're not just cows. Now, I reject that statement. <laughs> you don't send your family away at the end of every year to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> They're not your family. Get over it. Um, however, that doesn't mean you should go fist a cow. Um, <laughs> Colonel claimed he visited... You can fist your family. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what you want to do. It's free country. Yeah. Um... Uh, Colonel claimed he visited a church near the farm once a week merely because he liked the view, and which I think is right. Well, yeah, if you're a paedophile, you visit a school. If you're if, if you, if if you, you fist you... cows, you like looking at cows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like the view. Uh, but according to two more eyewitnesses, he was there for more than just the sights. After the pensioner had somehow managed to escape Mrs. Howie twice with his pants around his ankles, um, he allegedly went back for more and was spotted by two sisters who watched him from 150 yards away try to have sex with a cow for up to an hour and a half. Good for an eight-year-old. No, no, no. They stood there and watched him for an hour oh, and a half. I uh, thought he was having sex with a cow for an hour and a half. Watched him no, try. just like, what's this guy doing? It's like, well, if it, 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 he's persistent. Like, <laughs> yeah. But also, like, you would figure it out in five <laughs> minutes what he was trying to do, and then after that, you're kind of complicit. In watching yeah. an old man try and fuck an animal. It becomes an, voyeurism. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird that you didn't, that you didn't do it. Like an hour it. and a half. Like, why does it take him an hour and a half? Does he have to... Is it like, is it like yeah, yeah. oh, the cow's too tall, can't quite get in, so he has to go home and get a stool and come back? Yeah, it's like, oh, this guy's persistent. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's gone now. Let's wait and see if he comes back. But not, let's call the police. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, oh, God. Um, why would I drop my trousers, he said. I never did it. It's it's their word against mine. Kuno will be sentenced on Friday. Um, he's claiming that uh, he hasn't masturbated in three years because of the medication he's on. I was um, just putting my hand in a cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kuno was found guilty of two counts of outraging public decency and was banned from every farm uh, with animals in the duration of his ball. So he can go, he can go, he can stand in a wheat field. He'll be all right. Um, he was banned from every farm with animals for the duration of his bail, um, but said that he's going to appeal the decision and sue the police because <laughs> because of the because saying he hasn't masturbated in three right, years because yeah. of the medication he's on. Now, I'm not sure you can sue the police because you fisted a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. He's understand. not denying fisting the cow. Yeah, he's denying, he's masturbation. denying masturbating. <laughs> yeah. So, like, either way, you did something. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. He did something worthy of going to you know being sentenced. Yeah, uh, you can't just enter other people's pets. No, like doesn't matter whether you think they're family or not. Like they are technically your property. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just it. Like okay, that is like that is, that's a pretty in- intimate being version so sensitive, of breaking. They're not and your family. You were going to have them killed. So like <laughs> there is that. But like, um, but at the same time, like don't fist animals. Like yeah. it, 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 there's there's no. There's no right side to that story. It, I think it's no. That's that's bollocks. There is a right side to that story. You should be fucking horrified. But um, well, I mean, vets do it to get babies out of animals sometimes. Like the, the whole all arm inside. Yeah. So you I get guess. the impression that yeah, it's probably uh, uh, un- it's probably not the most comfortable thing in the world. It probably is uncomfortable for the for the for the animal. Yeah. But it's not as uncomfortable as you're anthropomorphizing it. Yeah. To be for the they're all family. No, they're yeah. not. Well, it's like, well, I don't like having an old man's hand up my ass. It's like, well, it, yeah, but you don't mind going to the doctors to get a finger to, you know, yeah. the experiment to you know, see if you've got a disease. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know how I just, cows' asses scale up. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I kind of just want to see it as a sketch because the idea of an old man being rumbled for fisting cows and running away, <laughs> falling over his trousers, is, is funny to me. <laughs> like, yeah. that's that's a Monty Python sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, and again, he's seemingly guilt, seems perfectly open about his guilt about, you know, touching cows. Yeah. Just not about touching himself. No. He puts himself lower than... Oh, no, hi. No, don't <laughs> For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod for anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature. Or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>